Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. Show it's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am joined by two buddies, two brothers, fellas, Mike and Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing What's good. What's going on, uh, man? Ah, you know, all the usual here. It was cold here. Yeah, I'm uh I'm looking at Mike and he's like got his hoodie on and all that and uh I'm like, dude, it's I all right, so Joe, see if you have this problem. Because you're you're an, you are now officially a southerner, okay? Like you're a southerner. What yeah, do you I got, say? I got I got Florida blood now, so it's Okay. It's, it's been in the mornings in the mid thirties to like low forties here, okay? My skin is like peeling away. From the cold weather. Like, I, I'm having to moisturize like crazy. I feel like, you know how in Florida they do the iguana warnings? Mm-hmm. So, for those people who don't know, if, in southern Florida, if it gets below a certain temperature, they'll put out an iguana warning because iguanas will fall from the trees if it gets too cold and they'll look like they're dead and they tell you, hey, don't touch them. Because they're not dead. They're just kind of comatose from the cold weather. I feel like I'm an iguana and they need, <laughs> I need an iguana warning. This is, this is silly. Yeah, the 30s are a little bit cold. It's been like in the mid-50s here, so it's actually been great running weather. Which has been mm-hmm. nice, but I do see that my hands are a lot drier yeah. uh, than they usually are. So yeah, I've definitely adapted to southern weather very well. But uh, it's uh, it, it's every day's gonna get better. I'm actually going to the Magic Kingdom tomorrow, so it's supposed to be a beautiful day in the low 70s or high 60s. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. So nice, nice, Mike. You stand uh, you stand no chance, dude. You have no yeah. reprieve. Yeah, no, and we're supposed to get snow next week, which is uh, always miserable, especially with my line of profession. So uh, I'm not really looking forward to that. But, you know, we're starting to get to the end of January. And, you know, before you know it, February is a short month. And then once March comes, hey, you know, it's almost, you know, springtime. So uh, it hasn't been as bad a winter as it could be. You know, we got hit with a little bit of a blast in the beginning of December up here. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, it's January. That's what you expect in New York, you know. Nice, man. Well, you know, it is what it is, like you said. And then you could always have uh, two friends that you can come south and see. You know, we're right here. Absolutely. You can either come to me or you can go further south and be close to Walt Disney World. It's got, got, got 20 degrees warmer by me. I mean, so yeah. and some, somehow I went from, uh, I went from uh, you know, the southern guy that you guys wanted to visit to now I'm not. Now all of a sudden it's Joe. Everyone wants to go see him. So. <laughs> a little bit, little bit further south. You know. and a little bit further down 95. You're close to all the fun, man. I'm, you know, I mean, Charleston's cool, but you're close to the, you're close to the good stuff. Well, I, I will say, as my best friend is in Charlestown or Chucktown, as he calls it, this week, and he's uh, finishing up on his house. So I cannot wait to be uh, heading up your way uh, this spring. Definitely playing some golf and uh, visiting him up there as well. So uh, yeah, yeah, man, I'm playing 18 on Sunday. So I wish you were up here because you could, nice. you could, uh, I'm playing in a uh, little best ball uh, tournament on Sunday. So we'll see what see what Those happens. Are fun. With Those that. are fun. It is fun, man. You can't go wrong. You know, you can have a few drinks and not not have to worry about it. Uh, but this, uh, you know, we, we were talking a little bit about 2021, and you know, this is our second show back since we took a little hiatus for the holidays, and we started chatting about a little bit about Disney in 2020. You know, 
Disney in 2020 was a big bummer. I mean, I think we can all say that. I mean, it's it was one of those things where it's just bad news after bad news, and then all of a sudden, although you got the parks opening, that was probably the only you know silver lining to the whole thing. Disneyland still closed, Cruise Line still closed, Alani open, but not really. I mean, none of the amenities are really open. So Walt Disney World has really been that kind of uh, shining light on the uh, on 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 the horizon, you know, for Disney fans drawing us in. And we started thinking, man, we hope 2021 is a better year. And that leads us to really talking about, I think, what every Disney fan talks about. And that's trying to predict the future. And uh, tonight we're going to give our bold predictions for what 2021 will bring to the Walt Disney Company. Um, and we'll chat a little bit about each. Uh, Mike, why don't you get us started with your uh, with your first bold prediction? You know, I've... Uh as much as I love, I know you love them extremely, but one of my bold predictions is going to be that the cruise lines are going to resume. I'm really hoping that, you know, Disney's taken such a big hit this year with California being closed. I think Disney World has been the lifeblood, but man, they lost a lot of money on the cruise ships. And I know that the cruise line industry in general really hasn't put a, uh, you know, a date on when they're going to start cruising again, but I really have faith that Disney's going to be able to put something together, hopefully by the summertime. So my bold prediction is going to be that Disney Disney's going to open the cruise ships, but it's going to be limited, like a limited occupancy for maybe just AP members, DVC members, and some of the tiered higher member, you know, previous cruise members, and keep it to like a 35% capacity. You know, I can't see even when the cruise lines open up being, you know, full 100% attendance and and, and a crowded ship than what it was. So I definitely think that I'm really hopeful that we'll see the cruise line open up and maybe just do one of those two or three trips away to Castaway you know do a couple of days on the island this way you can kind of spread people out they can go back and forth to the island and whatnot so i'm kind of hoping my bold prediction is before the end of the summer we will see cruise ships headed back to castaway so i don't know if you saw today disney cruise line announced that starting this summer there are two-day sailings to seattle from vancouver that's a weird sailing man i don't know if seattle draws me into wanting to be back on the cruises so as a platinum cruiser, I rock my black lanyard and my uh, I take I take advantage of my benefits. So I do like your prediction of saying that you know the higher up you are in, in the castaway club, maybe you'll have a better chance at sailing when they first first start back. Um, I do think cruises start back. I think if you told me a year ago that cruising would be gone for an entire year, I would have said you're crazy. Even with COVID coming on, I think I would be like you're you're crazy. There's no way that they are going to let those ships sit for a year empty. Like, they're going to figure it out. Joe, do you think it's weird, even with what they've dealt with, that they didn't just say, you know what, let's look at our platinum guest, right? Or let's look at, um, like you said, like AP AP uh, members that have, that have had APs for, let's say, 30 years, 20 years. You know, they can look back and see that stuff. That we invite them on a discounted cruise where pretty much you just pay taxes, and use you as a guinea pig to come on and let's figure this all out. So I'm actually, I'm actually smiling that you actually proposed this question because as Mike is telling us one of his predictions, this is a golden opportunity for Disney or Disney Cruise Line, Cruise Line to target somebody like myself. Justin and Mike, you guys know, Justin, you've, I've had you on the Mickey Dudes before. Mm-hmm. You're talking about cruises. I have never been on a Disney cruise. I've heard you guys talk about it on your show and from our conversations off, uh, you know, offline about going and how great they are. I've had friends try to talk me into it. And honestly, as a DVC owner and AP owner, I go all the time. I just could never like see myself spending 
that all of that money on a cruise. It just it never got to it. It never got to that point. I actually had a small cruise booked with Royal Caribbean, and right the year of in twenty twenty, and it, just, it got canceled, which which happens. You know what I'm saying? Actually, it was in twenty late. Uh, yeah, it was late late this late this past year, and you know that's still not happening. But you know what though? Disney should take this opportunity to target somebody like myself. If you say, listen, we know you're a DVC member. We know that you have an annual pass holder. Here is a cruise at like 40% off whatever. And it could be one of those things where it's like, you know what? Maybe I'll try a Disney cruise for a three-night cruise at like this hugely discounted rate and give it a shot. And then they wrote me in. Maybe a cruise that I would never think about taking. Yeah. You know, and then taking this opportunity to do that. So I, I 100% agree with that sentiment. I I think it would be a fantastic thing for them to target people like myself because I think that's something that I would seriously, even with all the different restrictions and everything that would be going on, you know, so you don't know how we don't know how the cruising is going to be. Right. But, you know, if the price point's right, I might look at my wife and be like, you know what? Let's try this. The price is right. So, yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think they should. My favorite two things you did. One, you said the price is right. Great game show. <laughs> love yes. that game show. My favorite. And two, I love the fact that you went into old English with in the year 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the year of crud, 2020. On the 19th uh, of September, 2020. <laughs> That was a that was pretty solid, man. Uh, two two really good stuff there. Uh, yeah, I think it's a golden opportunity for for Disney Cruise Line to not only bring new cruisers to them, but also maybe bring back cruisers that uh, like like me that have you know have done eleven Disney cruises and uh, that I'm just itching to be back on board. I, I think I've missed that more than anything, so I, I really think so. Uh, great prediction, Mike. I, I hope you're right, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what our Disney family has to say with these predictions as well on our Disney Dads Podcast Facebook group, Disney Dads Podcast family on Facebook. Uh, Joe, what's your bold prediction for 2021? So I kept I kept mine more towards uh, park-centric and, you know, the – experiences that I've experienced so far being in the parks uh, this year. And one of mine is, and this is a big thing that we have all noticed, Justin, you've been to the parks that there's no nighttime fireworks. There's no Mm -hmm. nighttime displays. And I'm thinking that, you know, traditionally there's big fireworks, 4th of July, you know, new years, and it really hasn't had that yet this year. So my one bold prediction is there are going to be no magic kingdom nighttime fireworks displays until, uh, until the 1st of October, uh, 2021. So mm, for the 50th, uh, for the 50th, I think they're going to maybe hold off. Um, the the park passes are already reserved; they're all gone for that day already. I think they'll be able to plan social distancing uh, for that event. I think they'll probably bring out some media. There'll be media for that event as well. I think it'll be a positive for the Walt Disney Company after everything that's kind of happened, even this past week with a lot of the the cuts and everything. This will be a celebration, a new birth per se and i think that they'll have some kind of crazy nighttime i mean they've got a year's worth of pyrotechnics sitting back there need to be let off so we've we've talked about that so i think that they're going to hold off until uh october 1st until uh the 50th anniversary that's just my uh my bold prediction there yeah it's a it's a good one i oof, man that's a long time to wait i think i get this more because I, t- I talk to a lot of people who go to to, to the parks that either are first time guests or are have maybe been once or twice. And one of the first things they ask are, what time's the fireworks? And you're going, they don't have fireworks right now. You know, there's just no, there's no nighttime. That's, I think that's that kiss goodnight, that staple people know because that's what's on the commercials. They see, you know, fireworks over Cinderella Castle and everybody wants that to, to, to happen. And man, it's weird. Joe, don't you think it's weird leaving the Magic Kingdom at night when it's just kind of like, okay. 
See ya. A perfect example is tomorrow. Uh, I have some neighbors who have never been to Walt Disney World before. They literally, they went, they got the four-day Florida packet, the ticket deal, which was like super cheap. They got a room at Pop Century, and I'm meeting them at the Magic Kingdom tomorrow. And it's to bring somebody to Walt Disney World. We're all diehard, crazy, you know, fans. And that would be like the end of the night. We would say, listen, mm-hmm. this is the best place to watch the fireworks. Just wait for this, watch this. And it, there's not going to be any of that tomorrow night. It's just going to be like... Okay, it's seven o'clock. It's time to go. So yeah, it's kind of weird. It kind of stinks. I mean, understandably, that's just the world we live in right now. But yeah, it's kind of disappointing, especially in your business. You know, Justin, like telling people who want to book trips, it's just like yeah, they're, you know, something that they're most notorious for. They don't have it right now. So the the first time I hear, uh, you know, the the any any of the nighttime music that goes along with the nighttime spectaculars, I I'm gonna be like a toddler in target that didn't get the new lol doll i'm just gonna be on the ground curled up fetal position just crying you know because i just can't believe it's happening i'm finally finally getting that moment again uh when i hear happily ever after blaring over the dun 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 you know it's just man i can't wait for that moment can i just say one thing here real quick yeah Uh, of course i may or may not have been had my motorcycle out the other day and I may or may not have had a happily ever after blaring through my speakers. I, I to, love I, it. I have to kind of check myself to make sure that there's people around me because I don't know how manly it is to ride around with happily okay. ever after on a motorcycle please. speakers right now. So Kate, Katie, I, my favorite thing to do and please somebody steal this and then send me uh, a message saying you did this and Katie will attest to this. Favorite thing to do is you'll pull up somebody who's like blaring, like, you know, like hard rock, like heavy metal rap, like they're blaring this music. And I will put on like 50s doo wop music or like <laughs> Happily Ever After or, like, I mean, just in sync. And I will just blast it and just bob my head and roll my windows down and everything. And they look out. Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do to embarrass my wife. Do it all the time. And she hates me for it. Um, you know, we don't have, uh, I, I, it will be fun. Mike, do you think we see fireworks this year? Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. You know, we kind of saw around the holiday season, they were practicing some of the fireworks. You know, they were getting a little bit of a display. They were throwing out in the middle of the night. They were doing some of the projection stuff. So I would definitely say, George, it's a solid projection that we're going to get it this year, hopefully sooner than later. But yeah, definitely. I, I can't see this year ending without some fireworks displays. Yep, I agree. Uh, Jay and Dave are not with us tonight. Um, Jay is getting ready to head down to the world for an entire month. Uh, and that's uh, that's really exciting. But he did. Jay did want to... Uh, get his input in here and see what we thought about his idea. So I'm going to read you. Jay sent me two. Uh, Jay's first bold prediction for 2021 is that Disney will get a large influx of money by the third quarter of 2021 and will announce all projects will continue on time going forward. Uh, Disney reported a loss of over $2 billion for two quarters in a row um, in 2020. So it's, it's easy to say that they're definitely missing out. Um, guys, really quickly, I'm going to roll through some of the new stuff that's coming, and you tell me if you think it's on track uh, and, and it'll be there. Ratatouille is on track. We know that for a fact, uh, that it's going to be there, uh, and it will be good to go. Harmonious, you, you, we're already seeing that the barges are moving into uh, the lagoon. Do you think Harmonious stays on track for 2021? I, I think so. I think, uh, barring there's no setbacks with setting the barges up, I, I, don't, I see that it's going to go forward, yeah. Yeah, I can't see that not going forward. I think the only thing that would cause that from not taking form would be is if there was some kind of restriction, you know, in the park-wise where it was capacity or people or gatherings. But I think Disney-wise, I think they're ready to roll that out. So something I something that perplexes me, and I still to this day cannot figure out what has been the big holdup other than 
I knew they had some issues with chefs and stuff like that. Uh, Space 220, originally set to open in 2019, moved to 2020, and now moved to 2021. Do you think we get to go 220 miles above the Earth to eat uh, at Space 220? Uh, I'm going to say negative on that. I think that um, I think they're at pretty much capacity. If they if they don't raise the park capacity anywhere, I don't see them opening up any other additional restaurants. Do you think now that with the opening of Guardians going to be coming up, that's one of the openings this year also, that maybe they shouldn't have done the Space 220, maybe they should have done similar type of space ride, but maybe gear it more towards something Marvel-related? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think it fits well because you don't just have Guardians. You also have uh, Mission Space there. So I think it fits that theming for the entire entire land. I Look, man, I, I am over IPs. I really mm-hmm. am. I'm over IPs, especially in Epcot of all places. Like that's the one park where I'm like, enough's enough. Okay, leave them out. So I like that it's a it's a restaurant to where it's, it's I don't have to go in and look at Baby Groot as I eat my my cheeseburger. You know, I, I'm wanting to go in there and and just feel like I'm Elon Musk. You know, living larger than life, 220 miles above Earth. So for I me, just, it's a no. I like it. I just figured money grab wise because Marvel's a huge and they're obviously down a lot of money, that that would possibly help out with the revenue. But I guess you're right. I guess that theming and that restaurant will fit perfect in there, and people are going to go there regardless. Yeah, and that technology, you've seen it used all over the place now. I mean, with the, you know, I, the, that technology really got its start on the cruise lines. If you think to Animator's Palette and the interactive screens when you sit sit and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you're talking to Crush or you're talking to Bruce the Shark or stuff like that. But now with those screens and then being able to, to uh to project like you are in space and make you feel like that and also you're seeing it of course with the star cruiser with the new uh star wars hotel and i mean that's what all the rooms are going to be is is that um you know the magic porthole and the cruises do something similar to that so that's that's going to be cool Uh, i do think that we see 20 uh, space 220 i think it's going to be late in the year though i don't think i don't think it's going to open until oh man maybe november december i think they're really gonna try to push it but yeah i, I just don't i just don't know it's uh it, that's that that one perplexes me it, it, you gotta think that restaurant has been in the works now for four years it's the four forgotten years. it's the forgotten project i mean really nobody talks nobody talks about it no no they don't and it when it came out i was super excited about it like i was super excited about this because i like restaurants like this that are themed you know like here's the th- okay coral reef decent food great atmosphere like i if an atmosphere can really make up for decent food you know like some restaurants hold their own with their with their quality of food space 220 you don't have to nail the food that atmosphere and you pretty much being on a adventure the entire time that you're going to and eating i'm all golden man give me a good burger or give me something like that i mean so that's gonna be american food but and also- i'm okay but also tell me somewhere that you, where you can have that exact experience outside of Walt Disney World. You can't. You can't. That's exactly. why it's perfect. Yeah, you can't. So I, I, I'm kind of surprised that uh, that you didn't see something like this. This being a draw for like uh, Port Can- or like Cape Canaveral and NASA to like you know because you can go there and do the tours and you can see the space shuttle launches and stuff like that would be a big draw I think for them to get people away from the Central Florida and get them out on the coast and and come to tour NASA. So I think that maybe NASA missed the ball on this one and Disney stepped in. Um, really quickly, uh, Polynesian Village reopens with the Mana theme. I think it does. I don't think they would have restarted that if they weren't going to have that done. Uh, I really don't see that that changing. Um, 
Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort. I thought I heard that uh, this is going 2022, but I think uh, I think this is someone else's uh, idea. So we will come back to this in the in no. Did we talk about this on the phone? Is mm-hmm. that what it was? That's what it was. Yeah. Okay, well, let's chat a little bit about it because I, I didn't want to step on your toes if this was one of yours. No, um, I think I think it is supposed to open this year. I think that's the the tentative okay. date is going to be. They're going to start taking reservations in November of this year. Do you think it happens? Well, you know what? We've been seeing some sneak peeks of some of the rooms, so I'm going to say, yeah, I think um, I think it's going to be pretty close to uh, being done. Yeah, if Josh Tomorrow's got uh, boots on the ground on that one, and they're putting that out on Disney uh, Parks Guide and all that stuff, Parks Blog, <laughs> I think yeah. it's uh, something that's going to be uh, priority number one for them. I mean, that's a huge draw. That's a huge draw for people who aren't Disney fans. It's going to be big money. Yeah, that's income. I mean, what, what do you think this is going to run? For a standard room, a night. Well, I think it's going to be a package, right? I mean, it's going to be like a couple of night thing, and it's going to be a whole adventure that comes with it. I would say probably a three or four night. I would say at least four or five thousand. Yeah, I would agree, and it's gonna. I think it's gonna include meals. I think it's gonna yeah. be even though there's no meal plan right now. I think it's gonna be one of those things where it's like you're gonna have to buy everything. You can't just buy. Oh, I just want to do the room. No, no. You gotta do the experiences. You gotta do the meals. You gotta do everything. You know, park tickets. So yeah, I I agree with uh, Mike. I think it's gonna be four or five thousand at least. I know you're gonna play a part. Like you're gonna play a role. You're gonna be signed a role. I hope Mike gets assigned to Leia, and he just has to lay in the bikini in front of in front of uh, uh, Jabba. You know, just as people are walking through the lobby, you see Mike in his gold bikini uh, was, in front that, of Jabba. That was, so. that was college, but that's a different. That's a picture. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, let's see here. We'll skip that one. Let's go. All right, let's go. To the big one for Epcot: Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Do we see it in 2021? I don't think so. I think we'll get Harmonious and Ratatouille. That'll suffice the palette for uh, 2021. Yep, I agree. I don't, I, I don't think we see it till 2022. Mike? Yeah, I agree. I think that's one's going to get pushed by the wayside a little bit. Yeah, uh, let's go on to another one that I will go ahead and give my opinion. I don't think we see it until 2022. And I think this is a big bummer if you are a Disney Imagineer and a Disney executive. I think Tron Light Cycle gets pushed. I don't think it's ready for the 50th. There's no way. I mean, they they sealed up the wall. <laughs> I mean, so they're still rebuilding the railroad. I mean, and I also think too, I don't I don't think it's one hundred percent accurate this statement, but you just said this before, Justin, that they've already posted a second quarter loss of another two billion dollars. I think they were trying to like get through this fiscal year with the minimum. I mean, their stock prices are still rising. How I don't know, but it's still going up. But they're still posting these incredible losses. I think they're going to try to like minimize the damage as much as much as possible till next fiscal year. And then they'll yeah, see what happens with it. So it's remind me of Ch- Disney reminds me of Chevy Chase in Vegas Vacation when he goes to Hoover Dam and he's trying to he, the the dam like starts leaking. He's he's putting <laughs> his finger in a hole and then puts his gum in a hole and and then his toe in a hole. You know, and it's, like that's Disney right now. They're just trying. The Hoover Dam is cracking, and they're just trying to plug using their fingers the the leaks until they can get through to uh, get this thing patched up. So I completely agree, man. I think it's uh, I think it's twenty two. Yeah, it's a good one, Jay. Uh, Jay chiming in with his uh, one of his. Uh, let's go and do Jay's second one. Um, Joe, I'm gonna start with you on this one. You are DVC expert. Uh, DVC will announce it will scale back AP offerings and all perks for members. Kind of a bummer news, but what do you think? I think they just won't make any announcements. I think they'll keep the uh, the member lounge, but I think they won't add any other midnight, uh, the, you know, the the midnight magic member, mm-hmm. whatever they're called. I keep changing the names. Member magic, member yeah. magic. Thank you. They won't do any of that. I think anything that's cost the the 
the DBC membership money like those events do, they won't do. I think you'll still have the lounges. I think you'll still keep your little discounts and all that stuff. But I think that we're kind of already in that mode right now where there's nothing happening. And I think it's just, that's just going to continue forward. I think they're just like, you know what? Our resorts are open. We have the parks open for you guys. Almost kind of be happy with that right now. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything. And the 50th anniversary, it's like they're going to be like, oh, it's the 50th anniversary. We can't do that right now. So, yeah, I think it's just going to be very basic minimal, but everything else is going to be scaled back or essentially canceled for the meantime. Well, we were talking about uh, the Hoover Dam having cracks in it. Annual pass holders and DVC members were the flex seal for Disney for uh, for 2020. I mean, you're talking about DVC you know, resorts opened earlier. And, uh, you know, those are the people that were on site spending money early when they reopened this summer. So this past summer. So um, I, I, I don't. I, hmm. I'll say I'll say that, yes, they will scale back certain things. But I um, man, that's a tough one. I hate to, I hate to say that. But, yeah, I, I, I could see them definitely rolling things back for DVC members. We've kind of already seen it, you know. Hey, Justin, just one thing I want to add on top of that. You've still got a whole membership that has been banking the crap out of their points still. So yeah. really, they're going to have like an influx of people like that are going to need to use their points. So they're really not going to have to offer. I mean, they're really not going to have to offer anything to really lure people to. I mean, the, the points <coughs> in their banks that are going to expire is going to be, you know, enough to get people to go there. You know what I'm saying? So to be like, listen, they're going to come no matter what. So we don't have to offer anything right now. I mean, that's yeah, but then. Then again, though, man, when you're talking about this, you might have people like me that are like, you know what? I went five times in five months. I think I'm going to take a year and just do RCI. It's possible. You know, and travel other places. I've got all these points. I'm always playing catch up with my points. I'm always behind. I've always borrowed. I don't have, you know what I mean? And now all of a sudden I have points and it's like, well, now's the time to go to Aruba, you know, for when use my points or go to there, you know. Um, Mike, what do you think? You got, you got points sitting there you can't do anything with what do you uh what do you think that dvc will scale things back or you just think eh, no business as usual i think they're going to keep scaling things back i think they've kind of got they've kind of got their 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 meaty hooks into us already and you know they you know that we're the diehards you know the ap's are always going to come back you know the dvc's are in it for the long haul and i feel like we're going to get kind of abused in the meantime but we're going to take the brunt of it right now but i do think that we're going to kind of weather out the storm but when the storm clears, it'll be good for us. I think they're going to give us a lot of perks once they get back on their feet, once the company starts turning a huge profit again. Once they're not reporting losses, I feel like they're going to reward us to a certain point where, uh, listen, you guys rode out the storm with us, and we're going to let you benefit in the end. So uh, as disappointed as I am of some of the cutbacks and some of the, the stuff that's you know really affecting us, and, man, I have all these points i got to use or I'm just you know losing them or you know thankfully I'm able to give them away to my friends that can go um, – I definitely think that when the time comes when Disney gets back on its feet, and we know it will, uh, it'll definitely rebound. I think they'll take care of us, the loyal customers. At least that's what I'm kind of hoping for, you know, because we've kind of rode out the storm with them. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, good good ones, Jay. Thanks for sending those in. Uh, definitely adds to the conversation, even though the big guy's not here. Uh, all right, I'm going to give you one of mine, okay? This is a very hopeful. I, I do think this happens. I think it sets up perfectly. Disney World will bring back character meet and greets before the end of 2021. I think that we see um, families that miss that interaction and miss those photo opportunities. And I think that we've learned enough from 2020. And we, we've learned enough. And Disney's implemented enough safety precautions and things like that. 
to where they can now safely bring characters back. May just be Mickey, Minnie, Donald, the Fab Five, those types of characters. You might not be seeing princesses right away. You might not, you know, that kind of stuff. But you might be able to see uh, some of those main characters in a meet and greet setting, I think, before the end of 2021. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm hopeful for that. I, I don't know. I, I think if it does come back, Justin, I 100% agree with you that it will be the Fab Five. It'll be uh, the non-prince or princess characters, um, just for other reasons. But um, I'm hope I'm hopeful. And I think if it does, if just say if it does come back, I think there's going to be some sort of either a fast pass thing for it, or it's going to be included with, or it's going to be just with like a character meal somewhere where they could control the lines. Mm-hmm. See that there's some kind of accountability for it. actually, you know, what? I'll take that back. It'll just be with some sort of like character meal. If it does come back. Yeah. Perfect opportunity for, for, for Disney world. Okay. It is. I don't know if you guys see that or not. Look, that's Disneyland. You know what? The one thing that Disneyland has that Disney world doesn't is amazing character meet and greets. So that's with Oswald. Okay. That, that you just walk up and see him. If Disney brings back characters, I swear they better open the vault like over time and just bring back the big ones that everyone wants to see. Bring back the stuff you only see at run Disney events. Bring the, bring the genie that's dressed in his Hawaiian shirt and all that. Like bring the, bring the pain Disney. Let's see those rare characters out and about and make that a point for when you bring these characters back for, for Disney fans, like, like the three of us and like people listening right now that they will want to make a trip just for that moment. And I would. There are certain characters I would go to Disney just to meet because I've always wanted to. So, Disney, you have the opportunity right now, uh, if whenever you get ready to bring back characters, to really knock it out of the park. Advertise it. You know, uh, they did the year, uh, was a year of a thousand wishes or whatever that was called. Make this to where it's, you know, open up the vault on Disney characters, like those types of characters, and have those meet and greets because people will come to do it. How many viral videos do you see when you look at Disney World stuff, whether it's on YouTube or whatnot, that involve children and meet and greets? That's such an essential part of them. I mean, I think meet and greets and fireworks are the two things that go hand in hand when you talk about a Disney trip. And I definitely think that that's a major part of kind of bringing the magic back. I mean, there are so many amazing memories and moments that that kids can have, that families in general can have, you know, just an entire family. Just even you watch the joy in a kid when they meet Mickey for the first time, but it's also the joy in the parents' eyes to see their kid yeah. how happy they are. Uh, you know, we've we've experienced that. We experienced getting to meet those characters and just feeling like a kid again. And I think that's a really really important part of the Disney World aspect. And that's certainly something that I definitely miss. And I can't wait to see that come you know come to fruition again because that's just a, a really important part of the Disney vacations. All right, everyone knows my answer to this. Let's ask Joe because Joe uh, Joe's new to the show. Joe, have you ever teared up when in line waiting for a character when you watch some of these kids interact? I have multiple times. So I, I will say this: um, if it's happened, and I actually I know it's happened, um, it's usually when it involves like a Make a Wish family. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's the kids that you know are dealt a, a Delta card that they didn't ask to be dealt, nor the parents did, and. This is like the biggest thing ever happened. Like I'm getting kind of choked about it right now. It's like we take a lot of things for granted, and it, that's the ones that like, like my niece and nephew. What, whatever, it's great, but it's those families are the ones that really because 
they're just happier than, than, than anything. And it's it's just it's something as simple as that. It's just it's amazing. That, I mean, I'm getting choked up right now. So it's yeah. well, you know what it is, man. It's one of those things where you can see like the pain and, and that that the, not only the children but the parents have gone through. And for that split second, it's all gone. Like and, it's, I'll, it, and, and I'll tell you, if you're that family behind them, you'd if it's any other family, you're kind of like, all right, you've taken like eight pictures, let's go, it's my turn, right? If you were that family, which I've been that family behind them, you're like, just take all the time you want. It's like yeah. just, it's like I'm in no rush. Like I'm actually enjoying this. So that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it gets me all the time, man. It gets me all the time whenever I see stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I really hope that we see uh, we see those character meet and greets back. And I do. I think before the end of 2021, we will be standing next to Mickey and Minnie and all the friends once again. Uh, Joe, what's your next bold prediction for 2021? So my next one is, um, and it, again, it evolves around the parks. It's central park centric, but uh, I'm saying that the Walt Disney World annual pass holder program. Uh, will not reopen until after uh, the 50th anniversary. And what I say is, like, there are still annual passes out there. I've renewed mine, but I've had a lot of friends who discontinued theirs, and now they can't repurchase them. And I think that between the 50th anniversary, the reduced capacity, and a lot of new attractions that are going to be opening, we just discussed that tonight, that things are being pushed to uh, 2022 possibly, I think that Disney is going to want to sell single day or package tickets because if you're a Florida resident and you were not able to renew your annual pass and guardians opens up or Tron opens up around, you're going to end up buying single day tickets or three or four day tickets. You're going to buy those tickets to go see that. So you're not going to wait until annual pass sales go back on. So I think there's going to be, I think they're not going to boot who they got right now. And that's why Jen and I, we renewed ours right away. We're like, Nope, we're going to keep our annual passes. But I think you're, you will not see annual passes for Walt Disney World for at least a year or two. I, I really think that they, there's going to be no reason for them to, and God knows how long Disneyland's going to be open. So really they're the only game in town Disney wise. So it's like, you want to come to the parks, buy your, buy a single day or two, three day, four day pa- uh, ticket packages. I think that's where it's going to be going from there. I'm in, a, I'm in a predicament right now, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Just for doing, man. If it, I'm in a predicament, man. So I said, Katie and I both said, we're not going to renew our pass. They, they, uh, they're up. What's today's date? Today's the 19th. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're up on the 27th. So we said we're going to let them go this year and then um, travel a couple other places, you know, around the world that we were going to do. Just today, I, I, she was on her way to work, and I was talking to her, and I go, you know, I just have this itch. I have this feeling that if we don't renew. We're not going to be able to get annual passes this year at all. I don't think. Here's the thing, man. I Disney World. <laughs> I hate to say this, they don't love having a ton of annual pass holders. Correct. They would rather sell one, two, three, four, five day tickets than for you to buy an annual pass. Um. And this is the perfect opportunity for them to say, you know what? We're going to put it on hold for a while, which they are, and they have. So now I'm in this predicament. Do I do I renew? But when you renew, along with that comes a responsibility. You know, with renewal comes responsibility to go to the parks. Um, you now feel obligated that you have to travel to Walt Disney World. And uh, we already have a vacation booked for April, staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we weren't going to go to Disney World, but now I'm like, <laughs> eh, oh, I got like I got like 40 days. I think you have what 30 days after your expiration to renew. 
So I'm going to have to make that decision. I, I wouldn't even wait that long. I wouldn't give them the opportunity to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and this is the way I look at it. I've heard a lot of different stories about the Disneyland situation. I've heard. Yeah, that, like, it's a mess. I've heard that there was issues with like the premier passports and it couldn't separate the tickets. And that's why they had to mm-hmm. cancel it. It's also because they like 70 percent of their you know, pass holders are locals. So like this was a way for and they had like nine different types of passes like they have like create like i guess even walt disney world has a, a bunch of different categories but not nine. Oh, so not think, like that yeah disneyland's I, like universal where there's 45 different passes you for can every like, every type of situation yeah, yeah. so i yeah. mean i think that was a way from just like it was not manageable but i think that if they were to cancel the the annual passes in orlando i think it would just be like i think it's more manageable so i think they're willing to keep the program going but not take any new applicants you know what I'm saying? I think if they did yeah. cancel it, it would be really bad press. So I don't know, man. I, if I were you, if you've already got a trip planned, I don't know if Mike would back me up on this. It's like just run the math, do the numbers. You know you'll probably end up sneaking down for a weekend around the 50th, even if it's a week after. Like, ah, maybe I'll just sneak man. down. You know, yeah. it's, it's going to be something. You, you know, you'll probably end up using it still. Oh, crud. I'll go ahead and renew. All right, Mike, what do you think? Think I should? Yeah, absolutely. You know why? Because if things don't open up, we already know that Disney is opened up. And if you said, ah, you know, I was going to use my points and go to Aruba, or I was going to go to, the, you know, Turks and Caicos. Now you can't because that's really not opened up. Well, you know what? You still got a Disney vacation. You got time with the family. You have your uh, your annual pass. And it's just, you know, it's just you're kind of guaranteed a good vacation. I mean, you know what you're getting yourself into if you go down there. I just bought a new car this week, so I'm going to have to take it back and turn one of the wheels in so I can afford my <laughs> annual passes. All right. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, Katie probably won't hear this in time before. I'll just go ahead and renew, and then she can be mad at me. She got mad at me yesterday because I bought a cat tree for the for the cat. She got she got she said you waste fifty dollars cat in a cat tree. Cats need cat trees, okay. Um, anyway, so we'll see what happens with the annual pass. Um, but I do, Joe. I do think that I, I don't. I don't see it happen. I don't see it happening all in 2021. I don't think they bring them back. I just, I just don't. Uh, Mike, what's your next bold prediction, bud? Uh, my next prediction is going to be, and it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of two things. I think that the Disney, the Disney dining plan will be coming back. Uh, I think that it's, it's a big draw for people to have that. I think some of the restaurants are going to be opening up and getting back to capacity. But I also do think that we've seen the end of buffets. I think buffets are done. I, says, I know some of you are fans of it. Some people love the buffets. Justin, I know you're not a fan of it. But yeah. I think buffets in general, uh, whether it, I think this is a good reason for Disney to get rid of it. I think it's. I think it can be a monetary waste of money sometimes, where food just kind of gets tossed aside because it's been out or it's been cooked or whatever the case is. So I think that we're going to see the dining plan. I think we're going to have mobile ordering only for the quick serves, and I think we're going to see no more buffets. I think buffets are off the table. Okay, so this <laughs> this entire thing, I am for. Uh, I, I, the dining plan really works for a lot of families. We used to do it before we did Tables in Wonderland. Um, but the dining plan, a family being able to budget their, their food and know that they can go and enjoy whatever they want to enjoy, you know, and, and the price is already paid for and they can go down and they don't have to worry about it, that's a huge draw for a lot of families. And I, I really hope you're right, Mike. If it comes back, I think it's going to be late 2021. I don't think we're going to see it before the 50th. Well, you, you know and I know that 
once Disney announces the, the free dining, so to speak, you know, as right. a, you get a ton of people wanting to come down. Oh, tons. And if, and if you can offer for the non-Disney people that haven't been there or even the, the people that have been there that, hey, we got the free dining. You know, you get a room at Pop Century, you're paying X amount of money per night and you're getting your meals included. So I think people look at the value in that of what I would normally spend. And I think it's a big draw to get people to come in. Maybe some of those people that were on the fence are just starting to draw the crowds back that maybe not would have came, they will come now because they can get involved with the free dining. I don't think you see free dining until park capacity reaches probably over 75%. Yeah, probably not. You, you know what I mean? Like, cause what's the, what's the point? Like why, why would Disney need to do it? Um, if, if that's the case, I mean, I, but here's the, but, but then again, man, they've run out some great promotions with this 35% off for uh, room only reservations for a lot of places. And, um, now even through the summer, they're running a, uh, uh, you get two days free ticket wise, you know, with certain stays. So there's a, there's some good opportunities there. So who knows, Joe, do you think we see dining point back? Uh, you know, it depends. So for an example, this is the way I think about this. My brother just returned from Disney this weekend. He stayed at Coronado Springs with his family. They're big dining point people. Uh, my niece and nephew are, are 10 and eight years old. And they do. They still like to do a lot of the character meals, but they like to have everything paid for. My brother's the kind of person he's like, even if it doesn't make financial sense, he's like, I don't want to be bothered. Just like whatever, right? So, and he actually had a discussion with me today. He's like, I don't know if it's really worth to stay on property now. He's like, there's no extra magic hours. There's no dining plan. And that was kind of the one thing that he really didn't like with that the dining plan was gone. They were used to having it. And because of that, they ate off site twice. So, which is unheard of for my brother and my sister-in-law when they do Disney trips. So I don't know if eventually we will see something where even with all of the, the discounts and um, offers that's being that's being released right now, if Disney starts to see a trend where people are going off property more because the dining plan isn't offered, I think that might change their mind and they may bring back like maybe a quick serve dining plan or something. But I think they're going to need a little more. I think Disney is the is the king of studies and, and surveys and data. And I think that you get enough service where people are like, well, I didn't like that. I didn't have a dining plan and I went to eat off property. I think that's when you'll start to see it be like, okay, we'll do some kind of like quick serve dining plan where we've already got the quick service ones open already. We'll just have it where it's included now. And it's not going to cost us anything. So that's where I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to, they'll eventually when they see a trend and they're going to start losing money because of it, and they can flip the switch and turn it on. That's when I think you'll see it maybe come back. No, I agree. And and I look, I mean, I, I go eat off property because sometimes because I have my car and it's cheaper and I can go get what I want. Yeah. Like, let, let's be honest. If you want pizza, where are you going on Disney property realistically? Nah, it's no good. I mean, I got a, I, I found a great spot on 192 um, over by Orange Lake Resort. It's like a fantastic, like, it's like a music kind of bar, but like it's a great sports bar as well. Great wings, great like well, Throw food. it out there, man. Let's hear it. Okay, what was it called? That was uh, something, uh, something in... Uh, oh god, I can't remember the name now. Okay, just give me a minute. I'll figure out. You think about it, and I'll talk about right. buffets for a second. Right. Because Mike, you know, I loathe buffets. I'm mm-hmm. not a buffet fan. Um, so if this is the death of buffets, I'm all for it. One positive to come out of all this. Yeah, no, we've talked about it before, and uh, the buffets are good if you have you know a picky eater. But it's a waste of food. I think. I think there's a lot of food that just gets kind of put out there. Uh, I'm a big fan of the family style because you can kind of 
custom like tailor. Yeah. You know, like Garden Grill is a fantastic meal. You know, you, you, you like Liberty the pot Tree. roast, you get more pot yeah. roast. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a great way to do dining. Uh, you know, we saw that the um, Crystal Palace reopened and it was it didn't go to a buffet. So I'm pretty sure that going forward in the future, we're going to see it's the end of the buffets. It's going to be weird not having Chef Mickey as a, as a buffet when that opens back mm-hmm. up. Uh, that's one of my, you know, all-time favorite, you know, buffet-wise. And uh, we know Boma was an amazing one over at Animal Kingdom. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I just don't think that they're going to have... I think it's going to go more to the family style and less of the buffet, where you're not grabbing the food yourself. More of a sanitary, just going forward. And I think that the COVID was a reason to, to kind of get rid of that to save Disney some money. Well, Chef Mickey's is reopened. And I had people go, and they loved the fact that the new setup for it. They went for a breakfast, and they loved it. They did a um, family style. Was that the way it's set yeah, up now? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Justin, by the, the way, I'm sorry. I, I found it was a Rock and Brews, and I don't know Rock if it's a, I don't know if it's a chain or not. But the food was fantastic. I ate there like three times already over my last two trips. So if anybody's over there, check it out. It's over by Orange Lake Resort and over by. Uh, the uh, Margaritaville Resort, the Jimmy Buffett Resort. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of little spots over there. There's like a, a the or like the, the Ale, Orlando Ale Houses in that area, but like Rocket Brews, great wings there, great quesadillas. Uh, it's a fun, it's a fun spot and a great place to watch a game. So I mean, honestly, we go to Giordano's a lot. Okay, it's a pizza spot around there, like Italian spot. We go there quite a bit. Um, it's over by Springs is one of them. There's another one over by uh, Animal Kingdom, right out the back exit over there by like CVS and Walmart and all that's over there. Um, so, yeah, if you're going off property, there's a couple places y'all can check out. Uh, and third, Mike uh, and Joe, I don't know if I'm happy or sad that COVID taught everyone about mobile ordering. So right. mobile ordering was my little secret, you know, that I always felt like, ha look at these people waiting in lines. You know, I'm just walking up and getting my food. I do think, Mike, that mobile ordering is is here to stay. It's just, it's like Zoom now. It's like up north, they just announced that kids will no longer have snow days. How sad is that? How sad is that? I mean, as we were kids, like having a snow day was the best. Like you would wake up early, you would listen to radio, or you would watch the the scroll, you know, or watch like the local news and wait for your school to be called. And like they're now saying that like starting next year, there will be no more snow days for a lot of school systems in the north because they'll just go virtual. Now they know they can do it. So this uh, same example is with mobile ordering. Now everyone knows how to do it, what to do, and uh, I do think mobile ordering is here to stay. I mean, I hundred percent agree with that, and I, I agree as well because there were certain times, for example, you want to go get like a Dole Whip, and like you see everybody waiting in line, you're like, "Why are y'all waiting in line? You can just mobile order this." <laughs> you just walk <laughs> off. You're like, "All right." So yeah, it's 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 kind of trained everybody, like, and I guess that's what Disney wants. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, the one, like, little secret, which really wasn't a secret, but, yeah, it's kind of, like, mainstream now, which is unfortunate for us who kind of got away with it for a while. Yeah, it's – I mean, mobile ordering I, I loved. And you, you almost feel guilty to a point, too, when you're, like, mobile ordering and you walk past people. You feel like you should pull, like, at least one person aside and be like, hey, you can do this. Look, you don't <laughs> have to – you don't have to. You don't have to wait. You can do this. But then again, you're like, eh, if you tell one, then that's one more person that knows how to do it. Uh, that won't, that won't be there. Um, my my last bold prediction uh, is one that I think will happen. Um, the Magic Kingdom is about to celebrate Walt Disney World as a whole is about to celebrate its fiftieth birthday or anniversary. What would you all say? Say birthday. What do you say, Joe? Um, I say anniversary. 
I mean, all right. So Disney Dad's family, let's let's hear it uh, on Facebook. Let us know is it a, a birthday or or anniversary on uh, on if on on the Magic Kingdom. I, I'm always um, saying birthday as long as they don't make the castle a birthday cake again. <laughs> See, that I like horrendous. that. I, I, you, I was there. That was I so live, bad. You're the I only one, the Joe. Birthday cake. I think I am actually. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Were you the kid that was just there licking the side of the castle for hours on end? <laughs> I wasn't, you? but you know, it looks right. pretty good though. If, <laughs> <laughs> that and that was there for the 45th man that was a that was a mess too uh i stayed at bay lake and the line for merch started at like 4 30 a.m and i was like nope sleeping in do, do, so. you want to, do you want to make me feel bad is is i was looking through some old stuff that i have and i found old 20th anniversary 20 magical years i have 20 20th magical years merchandise that was That's 30, pretty cool, though. That was 30 years ago. They had great colors. It was like teal and like purple or whatever. And I'm like, man, I'm getting old. That was 30 years ago. I'm like... Yeah, you were 27 at the time. I'm surprised uh, you didn't put it laminated. You know, have know, it. So right. <laughs> it was good. Uh, my, uh, my opinion, my bold prediction is that the Magic Kingdom's 50th, 50th anniversary slash birthday will be scaled way back and focus will be shifted to the celebration of Walt Disney Company's 100th birthday in 2023. I think they go and they they take a lot of the stuff, a lot of maybe the big celebrations they were going to do, and they just say, we'll wait two years, and then we're just going to rock out uh, the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland, hopefully, and all across the world, all the parks, and do this massive celebration with like a huge promotion, filling the parks, and that's kind of Disney's, I know it's a ways away, but that's Disney's almost like rebirth. Like they're like, boom, back to normal. That's it. Forget what happened in 2020. You know, forget the first parts of 2021 and us trying to get back on our feet. Like it's almost like seeing a fighter come out in the seventh round and they just got their second wind and they're just, you know, swinging for the fences. I think that's Disney in 2023 when they celebrate their 100th anniversary. Yeah, man, you took the words. I have, I have rebirth written right here. So that's like, the, and I said tie. I have it here. Tie it into all the parks worldwide. It's gonna be a worldwide celebration of all yeah. the parks. It's gonna be, like I said, Tokyo, especially for Disneyland. I mean, like that's hopefully that'll finally be open. Uh, yeah, so I hundred percent agree with that. That it's gonna be um, more of a global celebration. But essentially, that everybody we've kind of like beat. I don't say beat this. I don't want to jinx anything, but we beat this whole global situation again now we're going to be moving forward together as one and i think that's yeah. kind of what they're going with I, I agree man mike what do you think i agree with you 100 percent. i mean you you put it the best and i think it's going to be more of a global celebration than just the individual park celebration yep and i think uh i think there's a lot of stuff coming for 2021 i really do i i really think there's a lot of positives for the disney company coming in 2021 i just uh you know it, it's fun as a disney fan you always know you're talking to a Disney fan when this is how the conversations go. You know, it's not just like, I liked, right? It's a small world. Yay. It's like, oh, well, what do you think? Do you think there's any way on earth that Tron Light Cycle gets out before the 50th? Or do you, you know, did you hear what Bob Chapik said? Or like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, cool. You're on, you're on my team. I get it. Okay. We can, we can sit, we can spend some time together and, uh, and chat some Disney. Um, and that's everyone listening right now. That's the conversations they have at the dinner table or they have with their friends or, you know, some friends and some of their friends think they're all crazy because they talk about Disney so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, Disney is going to have a lot of news coming out, but it was a lot of fun, man, diving into these bold predictions and it'll be interesting to hold ourselves accountable too, uh, at the end of 2021. And we see 
what we were right about. We'll have to go back and kind of uh, go over these towards the end of this year and see, hey, you know, what did we nail? What did we miss? What changed? What's new? And uh, it'll be it'll be a fun look back to uh, from from December of 2021 back to January. So uh, really, really good time, guys. You know, we made a lot of bold predictions this year about what's upcoming in 2021. You know, there's one prediction that I know we don't have to make because it's going to come to fruition, and that is some amazing pictures on our Disney Facebook page. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Joe, your first episode in 2021, why don't you give me your Pick of the Week? So... My pick of the week is, and this for anybody who's made a New Year's resolution about eating better or you know, uh, not you know, I guess counting calories in Disney. This is uh, my this is an amazing photo, and a shout out to Timmy Kutz who uh, who posted this in the website. Uh, he brought him and his friends were at Disney, and they wanted to do all of the Disney snacks at one time. And uh, I see some Mickey pretzels here with the the uh, I call it the ballpark cheese, the plastic cheese, which is amazing. Got some <laughs> egg rolls in there, some churros. I mean, any kind of like fantastic Disney snack that calories quote unquote don't count. He's got on there. So uh, shout out to Timmy and his crew uh, who were at uh, the Magic Kingdom with this. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna do snacks at Disney, that's the way to do it. Just get one of each. I mean, I've been traveling with the wrong people, man. That's I mean, that's that's amazing. It's like. That's the way to do it. Are you kidding me? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'll just take, uh, I'll just take them all. Like, that's baller status. I like it. Mike, okay. why don't you go, buddy? Oh, my pick of the week is going to go to our dear friend Brian Leon. And Brian posted a picture of his beautiful daughter. She wants to be a chef, and she's got her chef hat on. Her daughter, actually, it's daughter Noel. Chef Noel is on her way to becoming a gourmet chef at the Walt Disney World. That's uh, what she wants to be. I've Noel. Definitely, you're looking, you're rocking the hat, you're rocking the apron, certainly chef to be. Uh, I wish I could cook that good. You have my pick of the week. That's awesome, man. Look, and there's so many good, uh, like, recipes out there and like things the kids get involved in. What a, what a great, uh, what a great thing to strive for. I mean, there's lots of great, um, Lots of lots of great jobs at Walt Disney World. Go be the chef at California Grill, and then just remember your old friend Justin when I come up and uh, <laughs> and like a good meal. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it food centric. This is a food centric uh, pick of the week. Let's do it. Derek Pitzer. Uh, they have uh, gone all out, man. They have been rocking through some Disney cookbooks, and really, as and the thing I love most about this is as a family. They've been working their way through and cooking different things that you can find in the parks. Um, he said they had a bit of a stressful week, and uh, they took their stress out in the kitchen. I like it. Spent the morning baking with our youngest pineapple upside, upside down cake, chocolate snowball cookies, and Linzer cookies, just like we had in Epcot for the Festival of the Holidays. Also, I pictured the Haystacks recipe from Animal Kingdom and our third batch of Dole Whips in the last week. Dude, we're with the wrong people. We, I, I don't get that kind of love in my house. I need to go live with the Pitzers. Uh, I hope Derek's ready to, to make me a bedroom, and that way I can go hang with them because everything looks amazing. They've been churning out of that cookbook for sure. Yeah, you better fast before you go hang out at that house. <laughs> oh, now I'm hungry, man. Now it's just like all these all these great uh, great ones is is just awesome. Uh, well, guys, I tell you what, I had a blast tonight. I love chatting about what we think is going to happen at Disney in 2021. It's always a good time. 
uh, Disney Dads family, we want to hear your opinions. We want to hear what you think. If you think we're crazy, or maybe if you think we're spot on with some of these, you can head over to Disney Dads Podcast Family on Facebook. Join that group. That's where we do all of our amazing picks of the week and uh, and become a part of that family there. And uh, also, if you are wanting to get a hold of us, we, of course, have our email, Podcast at gmail.com. But also... Our good friend Joe here, he has his email set up now, DisneyDadsJoe at gmail.com. And also our good buddy Dave has his set up, DisneyDadsDave at gmail.com. You, of course, reach Mike, Jason, or I at our personal emails there as well, DisneyDadsJustin, DisneyDadsJason, DisneyDadsMike at gmail.com if you want to reach out to any of us, and we will get back to you, I promise. And if right now, if you like what we're doing, trying to grow a positive community, pick up your phone, slap us five stars, leave a review. That's your virtual hug to us, and we appreciate you so much Guys, had a blast. And uh, some final words for our Disney family tonight, Joe? No, just uh, another great show with you guys tonight. Um, I really enjoyed it. I hope uh, the positive predictions uh, come true. Hopefully we're wrong about some of these. And that we do get to see some of the uh, cool things uh, on fruition this year. But, uh, hey, every day is a good day. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just happy to be here. And we'll see what tomorrow brings. Love it. Mike? Uh, one prediction I didn't make, and I expect to uh, come to fruition this year, and that would be me seeing Galaxy's Edge. So uh, hopefully I get down there sometime this year in 2021. <laughs> uh, I got to plan a trip soon. I, I certainly missed my Christmas trip. But, hey, you know, uh, things are looking up and up, and uh, hopefully I get down there soon. Oh, man, I want you to be in Galaxy's Edge so bad. I'm ready for it. Uh, Disney Dads Podcast family, thank you so much. There was one thing that was standard in 2020, and it will be standard in 2021, and it's the fact that you're the most positive Disney group around, and you guys have kept it that way even during this tumultuous year. So we appreciate you all so much. Patron family, stick around. We're going to chat a little bit on the uh, other side of this, and for everybody else, have an amazing week. Spread some Disney cheer, and we'll see you real soon. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue... That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.